Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today we're talking about pet insurance. Well, shiver me timbers <laughs> if there's not another TV commercial for a pet insurance product. Do you have pet insurance, John? I don't, Glenn. I probably should have. Yeah, growing up on the farm, we used to have a whole range of sheepdogs and uh, we never insured those bad no, boys. So no. What's your favourite type of dog? Go. Oh, it used to be a border collie, beautiful mm. little things, but we've now got a Grudel. You so, fancy latte sipping city boy. <laughs> Jeez. But mm. um, look, this is a great interview. We actually, um, we've got Kate from finder.com.au mm. uh, and yeah, it's, it's just a great interview about pet insurance. But before we get into that, have you ever been trapped in a lift? For, this no, is so random. Thankfully, I haven't. I uh, hope to never, but I hear some random ones. It was so funny. A million years ago when I was at TAFE, we were all like, it was like literally two-story building. We all jumped, like, it was like eight of us jumped in the lift one day and someone pressed stop for fun and we're trapped in there for an hour and a half because no. I had to send the lift people out and it's like, oh, there's a bunch of kids, stuff there, oh. they can wait. So, yeah. Are you claustrophobic? No. 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 Are you? No, I don't think so. But mm. being in a lift for a long period of time would probably turn me into one. Mm. Anyway, let's have a listen to this, and then we'll um, and then we'll swing back at the end. And we've got some questions from people who um, have asked us stuff as they join the private Facebook group. You're listening to My Millennial Money. You're listening to Australia's number one personal finance podcast for millennials. And as long as Glenn keeps his opinions to himself, we aim to keep it that way. So when are you actually going to Africa, Kate? I leave in two and a half weeks. (laughs) Oh, God. Kate. Um. Oh, so good. My eight-year-old is obsessed with that song. <laughs> and it just makes me laugh because I'm like, I've got no idea in her head what she thinks we're, we're, we're walking into when we go on this trip. But, That's know, crazy. loving the song. Now, for those who heard the episode um, a couple of weeks ago, we had Kate joining us about travel cards from Finder. And finder.com.au is Australia's largest comparison website. And with a very catchy tune. Yes. Pet insurance. Yes. Ruff. Ruff. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of things that are expensive. Um, I know. Pets. Yeah. So, what I thought I'd do, um, yeah. a, a good listener friend of the show, Chloe Weatherstone. Hi, Chloe. Hi, Chloe. Hi, Chloe. She actually sent me some funny things um, that she saw in random groups on Facebook about pets. So, Erin, do you want to read one? Maybe the top <laughs> left one. 
They're all the, funny. This is the funniest well, thing in the world. I haven't read this one yet. Okay. Yeah. So today I spent $1,000 at the vet on one of my rescue chickens <laughs> as she was egg-bound and a nurse told me that she paid her entire house deposit on her dog to get better. Made me think, what's the most you've ever spent on your beloved pets at the vet? Makes me happy seeing how much money people are willing to spend to make sure their babies are okay. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Thousand dollars on a chicken. I didn't know you could have a rescue chicken. (laughs) No, did I? It's a chicken that needs help. Well, having said that, though, my daughter's preschool has like a little henny penny set up at the moment with the eggs and all that sort of stuff. Ah, yeah. And then there's a list, so you put your name down, and you can take. I assume that's a rescue chicken. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'd rescue a chicken. My kids eat about eight eggs a day. But there's no returns if you get a rooster. It's too bad. So sad. You can't bring it back. So. I I found out. There's a, um, you know, Erin Height, the egg shed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I dropped in the other day and I got some eggs and they're fresh. They were laid that day mm. and they're all sitting there. I said to the lady, why aren't all these in the fridge? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, fresh eggs don't need to be in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Cage ones do. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, sorry. So she spent a thousand dollars on a rescue chicken. Um, and this other person... 4.5k on my puppy. She was attacked by my partner's dad's dog. It should have been $6,000 higher, but they called at 3am to say we had an hour to get the 6k up for eye surgery or we could let her go blind. Unfortunately, we had to let her go blind in that eye. That's sad. Oh my goodness. Horrendous. She's got one more. Another one. $2,400 on my puppy as she had something lodged in her intestine from eating things. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> shithead. Yeah, I'm like... <laughs> no. it, it, it wasn't going to say that. No, this How's is... this one? My mum just spent over $3,000 on our dog that got brutally attacked by a possum. <laughs> Those things are brutal, though. They are. Don't mess with the possum. No. I came home the other night. My dad feeds them. The possum? Yeah. Gives them, cuts them up like apple and stuff. Oh, but there's times risky. where I get home at night and mm. they're at the front eating from the cat's bowl and then I'm just stranded outside because I don't want to walk past yeah. them. Nah. Um, do you have a pet possum, Kate? Um, well, I do have a possum that sits... I live in the inner city, but yeah. I do have a possum that sits on the back fence um, really? and has a little pier in and they eat flowers. I didn't know flowers. this. Flowers? Um, yeah. So it often eats um, the flowers on the tree in my back garden, but I haven't been feeding it, I have to say. So the I do have a friend who also lives in the, in the inner mm-hmm. city who, believe it or not, has a blue-tongued lizard that comes through her cat door and eats the cat food. Oh, my God. Brazenly wow. in front of the cat. And the rest of the, the neighbours. We've got a possum we is in, the people who live near Blue Bay. Because <laughs> I live Just alone. Possum, yeah. Yeah. And it, it's annoying because it stirs up the dogs in the other yards at yeah. night. Um, we haven't heard that dog for a while. Is yeah. you sure you didn't feed it anything? <laughs> <laughs> no, I love dogs. I just don't like when they're barking when we're trying to record a freaking podcast. Um, do you want to read that one from Emily, John? Emily, 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 $2,500 for my eight-week-old kitten who severely dislocated his leg slash shoulder. He would have had it amputated. He would have had it amputated, yeah. Unfortunately, he died on the table because the dose of anaesthetic was too much for him. Well, that's awful. Mm. That's not good. And that, what was that very bottom one, Aaron? My parents spent $20,000 on surgery on our first dog. 
What type of dog was it? I don't know. We don't, we don't know <laughs> how to go. Feel. <laughs> An wee expensive, wee expensive dog breed. A, a wee marana. What's a wee marana? Wine marana. They're sort of a kind of greyish coloured dog. Big, mm. sort of big or little? Breed. Big. Big. Big, real Short big. Head. Before we unpack the yeah. types of pet insurance that you've reviewed yeah. on finder.com.au, um, my view is um, in strictly financial planning land, mm-hmm you would have an emergency fund of three to six months worth of expenses and you would self-insure any um, mishaps for pets. Now, that's my own view. Um, Sure, if you want to pay for pet insurance, knock yourself out, don't care. But that... (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, I'd like to insure things that you really can't... I don't know, like... If you think, like all these examples we've seen here, we've looked at 4,500, 2,400, 3,000, 2,500, the 20K and the 10 grand, the extreme. I'm saying the average crazy thing is going to be around three to 5,000 that might or might not happen, right? Yeah, mm. that was about our cat got attacked by a dog and it was about like, between yeah. there. Yeah. So it's, I guess when you are looking at the insurances just do a bit of an analysis on how much it's going to cost a year and if you know yeah yeah there's two parts of it is there's there's those accidents that you you don't see coming Mm. and then there's the hereditary issues that that pets can generally have Mm. so it's factoring in that before you buy them probably Mm. yeah so i guess that's kind of my view um Mm. but kate like out there in consumer land how would you say um, you know, how does someone know if they actually need pet insurance? Yeah, look, uh, you know, I think of pet insurance as being not dissimilar to health health insurance, yeah. which is luxury. If you were disciplined <laughs> enough to put the money away, um, put you know money and not touch it, not spend it on other things, then you can a hundred percent dictate what you want to spend your money on. We know that people don't act like that, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, of course, with health insurance, we have Medicare. And I guess the difference with, with, with veterinarian bills is there is no Medicare. There is no, there is no safety net. You know, vets run private businesses. It costs them a lot of money to run those businesses. It costs a lot of money for the um, medicine. And we, my goodness, we certainly see the cost reflected in the stories you've just talked about and what yeah. I've seen myself. Pet insurance can work and can be uh, an advantage, but... There's a couple of like basic things you need to look at. The first one is to get your pet insured if that's what you want to do, as when they're really, really little. Yeah, uh, as soon as you get them. That's right. Before they have any um, pre-existing conditions, any kind of issues, Um, and this is in particular with certain breeds. So with dogs, for example, like I don't know if you guys have noticed, like one of the most popular dogs around now is the French Bulldog. Mm. They're very cute, little squashed in faces, little pointy ears. Pugs are really popular too. These dogs have been bred in a way... um, for their looks that is impacts on their health quite dramatically as they get older so mm. um they have respiratory problems um they're going to cost a bomb um the french bulldogs the second most expensive breed um to insure in fact in australia because of that so um if you're going to do it do it when they're young uh you might even find you're paying money when they're young and they're healthy thinking why am i even paying for this yeah. um, but all those kind of 
health chickens um, are going to come home to roost when they get older. <laughs> um, and in fact, uh, can you insure a chicken? I'm not sure. I should look into that. I know you can insure horses, um, which, is, which makes oh sense. Did you very expensive. No, no, no. So um, I'm sure Winx would have pretty good yeah. insurance. <laughs> I'm sure Winx would. Yeah, yeah far out. Um, yeah, that'd be amazing. I wonder if Daryl Braithwaite has much experience in horse insurance. Oh my god, how like he how was, over that song must he be? He was up north. Um, was he singing on Saturday night? Wasn't Where he? At? Um, Tamworth. Oh. Yeah, there was a raising money for farmers. Oh, I so want to go and see him yeah, live. It's so amazing, and just never the stars have never aligned. Like so, everyone like so. If you're Daryl Braithwaite mm. and you're headlining a concert mm. and you've got a 25 minute set, yeah, everyone's there for one song. Yeah. yeah, horses. Yeah. Well, he actually thro- uh, flew from the Cox Plate into Tamworth to sing, so massive that? effort. Yeah. Mm. On your Daryl. And did he does. sing horses? Sure did. Last? Daryl. Last. Daryl's a listener <laughs> of the show. Daryl. Daryl hey, listens to the show, so shout out to Daryl. Oh, hi, Daryl. Yeah. Um, Maybe he can come on the show. See you at Mount Penang again. Mm. Yeah. So, let's get back on track. Sorry, Kate. Um <laughs> Is that so, like your trigger? Is that like your trigger word? Horses, uh, equestrian horses. issues. Yeah. 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 Oh, love, yeah. Love a I'm good not going to say the mm. word. We all know where your mind is, though. Yeah. Yeah. Saying. So, you know, what? Like, what can health? Uh, I was going to say health. What can pet insurance actually cover? Because yes. I'm sure the policies are set up so it's a monthly fee, a premium, yep. and there's yep. an excess. And for the Americans listening, a deductible. Uh, <laughs> Um, so, yeah, what what can be insured? Yeah, uh, look, there's illness cover, so this will help to pay vet and pharmaceutical costs relating to illnesses. There's accident cover, which covers um, unexpected accidents. So, uh, like your partner's friend. dog attacking it. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say um, that's yeah, or getting hit by a car, or. Um, and then there's things like routine care. So there's like uh, deworming, dissexing, even training courses, special dietary requirements. Um, they are the kind of basics that you'll be covered. But, mm. um, you know, the flip side to that is what isn't included as part of the cover. So um, things like pre-existing conditions, sure. um, yep. the age of the pet. So if you are going to get a rescue pet, often they're older. Uh, watch watch out for that. My little cat um, didn't come into my life until she was eight. And, and when she's been I... a blessing ever since. Oh, she's been a blessing ever <laughs> since. Oh, especially now she's... 19 and lost her mind and oh, like nice. oh. meow through the night and oh, anyway oh. enough about Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, at, at the eight at the ripe old age of eight she was too old to be insured so and look yeah, at that she's around for another about Aaron. I'm looking <laughs> <laughs> whining through the night again that's so Kate right. I'm just on the site looking at the, the first one that's popped up is good old Woolworths yes and uh, they have a it's between eight weeks and nine years old that you mm-hmm. can insure yeah. them for. So if you if you're wanting to insure a ten year old, forget it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the good thing I saw here, it's got a zero excess option. Yeah. So that's, that's good right. for cash flow if someone yeah. Yeah, needs to make is. a claim. Does it say how much the premium is, Johnny? It doesn't because I don't want to go to the site because then they'll follow me around for the next four years. But yeah. um, <laughs> I just um, John, <laughs> you just clear your cookies, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, that's a and and if you're a Woolworths reward member, you get ten percent off. Right. Oh, there you go. Mm. So yeah. that's interesting, Kate. I mm. I had a rant on a post, a blog post that I wrote you. once. Never. Yeah, mm. it was weird, right? 
um, you about, ranting or someone else. No, me ranting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it rarely happens. Mm. So I was talking about your own life and income insurance, for example, mm. and I was saying, you know, go to somewhere who that's that's their main um, core business model. So mm-hmm. you know, your I don't know Zurich, your Towels, your mm. MLC Life, your One Path. Okay, so they just do life insurance. Don't buy mm. your life insurance when you're buying your groceries. Yeah. Now. With pet insurance, is there a flagship pet insurance company or is there one company that actually does it very well? Um, mm. Any thought about that? There's plenty of options. Again, it really depends on what kind of animal you have sure. um, and how old it is. So there's some, there, are some, um, there are some products that actually um, will insure pets over the age of nine, for example, mm. but your pet your premiums are going to be higher. Um, a lot of them are very much the same uh, in my experience, so uh, in terms of sort of what you're going to be paying. Um, and really, it's, it's, it's so much down to the, the breed of the, the animal that's actually going to dictate how much you're going to spend rather than shopping around between the products. Sure. So, and what I would say, before you do anything, jump on Finder, do a comparison, finder.com.au. Then maybe even print that comparison. Make sure you've got a really good relationship with your vet. Mm. Maybe take that to your vet and say, "Hey, have you seen any of these companies that you've had good claims experiences with?" Mm. Yeah. Because any time you're talking with insurance, you're buying a claim. That's mm. all That's you're buying. Right. Yeah. So talk to your vet because they might say, "Yeah, that company there, they're awesome. You know, we just send in the form. You know, it's sorted. It's easy." Yeah. Or yeah, that one there's really cheap, but it's hell for us to get a claim paid. Yeah. Don't waste your money. Budget direct. So that's a really really good tip because so that, I know yeah, that the vet's be experiences are really like you said. You're buying the claim. Um, it, it's the vet experience. How quickly um, the company's happy yep. to expedite your claim. All that kind of stuff. That's really what your vet's going to be able to tell you. Yep. The other thing is if you're thinking about getting a pet, um, it's a bit of a cliche, do your research. Like mm. pugs are gorgeous, French bulldogs are gorgeous. Do you really want a, a, a dog with a chronic illness um, and, a, and a short life? Um, apart from the fact that it's going to break your heart, it, you're going to be emptying your wallet on a regular basis. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, talk to your vet, talk to other people. Yeah. Um, even with, actually, even with the little British shorthairs, they've got um, short hair cats, they've got little squashy noses. Check that, you know, that's not going to start impacting. Well, you can't predict things like accidents um, and sort of standard illnesses. There's a lot you can do to remove some of those bigger factors. And it's mm. sad to say, but like particularly with dog breeds, there are fat fashions that come in and out. Yeah. And, and a lot of the dogs we're seeing at the moment that are really fashionable and really popular and really expensive, um, it, it's not nice for the dog. It's not going to be I, nice for you and it's I not going to be nice for your wallet. I, yeah. I don't like the um, the French bulldog. Don't mm. I don't like mm. them. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Erin, you had to upgrade your... Um, Handbag to fit with your uh, new dog, with my didn't dog. it? Yeah, so that was a costly exercise. <laughs> um, is it a little dog? No, he's joking. Oh. I don't know. How's this? Do you know the one thing I love about the United States? I can mm. take my dog anywhere if it's well behaved. Mm. Yeah, you love that. See, I, I hate that. I love it. Leave it at home. No, love it. They're part of our life. Oh, is you, it Australia? You. We're a bit uptight in Australia, uh, aren't we? Because I, I, I when for I was life, not really? just for Christmas. <laughs> People took their um, dogs on the tube in London or yes. even on the train to the airport. And not only was the woman selling tickets, like, 
totally mm. okay with that, but she was patting the dog. We had um, clients here at Fortify yeah. at my financial planning office and they had yeah. a pram that they wheeled in or thing and, and they were a retiree couple. Yeah. They're like, oh, you got the grandkid for the oh day? Oh, my God. Nope, the chihuahua. <laughs> yep, in the, in the um, pram. And it was a million and a half years old, but um, it was cute. Actually, Actually, Locked a lot of them. little pugs, yeah. uh, even if they're not old, get pushed around in pramps because their faces are so smushed in, they overheat really easily and they can faint. Mm. So, um, yeah, I know. So, um, so quite, up, quite upgrade. Often they, you'll see them getting <laughs> no, pushed no, around no. In, a, in a pram. What type of dog did you cost. get, John? <laughs> I've got a groodle. A groodle. Yeah. See, that sounds oh. like a new fashion Yeah, dog, with the handbag it? and everything. Yeah. I didn't see it the other day when I dropped in. Where was it? I've seen a photo of it. Six months old now. It's big as a horse. Yeah, wow. Wow. It wasn't at your house the other day when I went there. Yeah. Was it running around? Mm. Oh, that's right. I remember it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks oh, like dog. it yeah. looks like a sheep. Yeah. <laughs> Cute. Um, but I will say, like, I've got a vet, right? I don't own an animal, but I've got a vet. <laughs> You've got a vet. That's yeah. not Anthony Butcher's Terrigal Vet Hospital. Shout out. What up? Um, <laughs> You've Why? got a vet. You haven't even got a pet. That's right. But what I'm getting at is if you're thinking about getting a pet, na- namely a dog or a cat or whatever, please find a vet and go and just chat with them. Yeah. And so and I'll give you the reason why. The dogs that used to bark on the early episodes of the podcast, they were collies and they were two big collies. Mm. Now, is it just me or are those dogs built for a farm? Yeah, they're built to yeah, run yeah. around. They're so, working dogs. Get out there. Yeah. Like, so they get bored. Yes. So they just bark all day. So yeah. I'm going to go and tell the owners of the house on um, Tulum Bay <laughs> Road or Bay Road or whatever it's called. Um, hey, you should get pet insurance and make sure kidnap's covered because I'm going to come <laughs> catch your dogs and release them into the wild. They're probably listening to the podcast. They, they so are. So I guess... What I want to say is the over the overarching thing with pet insurance, it is a case by case. Chat to mm. your vet. You know, I, yeah. I would say if you've got a, a run-of-the-mill breed like a yeah. chihuahua or foxy cross chihuahua or <laughs> I don't even know, like what, a border yeah, collie. Often the, often the crossbreeds are very robust. Yeah. Like, <laughs> a rescue mongrel. Honestly, yeah. like genetic, there's a lot to be said with genetics. They're, um, yeah. Um, I do want a dog, but I'm just never home. I'm really not. And you don't walk, so. And I don't walk. I've just found you a really interesting stat, too. It. Yeah. What's so, the stat? according to the RSPCA, if you're going to buy a dog, you expect, you will expect, sorry, they're saying expect to spend a minimum of $1,800 in the first year of owning that dog. Sure. Yeah. And 1100 for a cat. That is bare minimum. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, wow. So, from a financial point of view, of get yeah. out of freaking debt. Hmm. Get your cash flow sorted yes. and, you know, make sure that you can afford it. Yeah, they're not yeah. a band-aid for anything in your life, are they? No. They're actually a, they an addition. Be. Yeah. Kate, yeah. real talk. <laughs> yeah. Is pet insurance worth it in the long run? If you don't have the discipline to put away money every week for your pet, mm. yeah. and let's face it, most people aren't going to do that, mm. then it's a pretty good idea. Yeah. But do it and I mean early the- and the other thing that's on you is think about what kind of pet you want to get yeah and and sit down and do the maths you it's, mm. it's, it's fifteen hundred dollars just that's be, that's not counting buying the pet as well totally. in the first year so it's not like buying a bike but mm. it's just going to go in the shed like 
it is a financial commitment. So, and 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 pet insurance is part of that. Um, like I said, if you if you can be strong enough to put that money aside, do that. But you know what? Um, yeah. If you've got a ten thousand dollar bill and you've got to make a call, um, yeah, you might be happy mm. that you have the insurance. So, I guess in wrapping up, my key take, and this is the advice that I'll give to anyone who's considering whether to do it or not, jump onto finder.com.au, run a comparison on some different pet insurance companies, yeah. maybe print that out, go book a meeting with a vet mm-hmm. and not to be confused with a vet, the lady who you knew growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we've actually we've actually even done a breakdown on the breeds. So you can even yeah. go in oh. and look up what the average sort of um, cost is for if you're interested in totally. a certain breed. Ask people that you know who have yes. got animals, whether they use it or not, and who's a vet that they would recommend yeah. in the area. Growing up, we had a dog. He was a border collie. Again, not fitting for a, a I don't think fitting for a, you know, suburban backyard, but that's mm. just me. Um, oh, I agree. Thanks for the gesture, mum and dad. Um, don't do it again. Um, find out, yeah, find out the vet. Go and book a meeting with a vet. Say, hey, I'm looking to buy a dog. What are your thoughts? These are my living arrangements. I travel a lot. I'm around all day. Just get the right breed mm. for yeah. you. And then, you know, clean up your personal loans and credit cards and be financially strong before you have another freaking financial commitment. And then if it if you do have a twenty or thirty thousand dollar emergency fund, yeah, maybe take the risk and self insure. But mm-hmm. if you want to factor in I don't even know how much pet insurance costs, fifty or ninety dollars a month or whatever it is, yeah. put it into the cash flow yep. and get on with your life. But just and maybe do a personality test to make sure your pet <laughs> matches your personality. <laughs> totally. <laughs> And I will say, if you um, if you Google, you know, Kate Brown, um, Sunrise, she was on Sunrise a couple of weeks ago talking about pet insurance. Yep. So pets and vets. Pets and vets. And um, yep. Kate, and Erin doesn't know this because you weren't at the last interview. Um, Kate, you know the show on the ABC, The Checkout? Yes. She is. <laughs> What's it about? <laughs> What's it about, Erin? I don't watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> She's heard of it. Yeah. Um, so Kate was one of the editors on oh, there cool. and was a, a presenter on there yeah, right. for like six years. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah, right. Check it yeah. out. The check, check out. The ch- check out. The check out. Check so, out. The check out. Thanks so much, That's Kate. That's awesome, Kate. Welcome. And thank you, Kate. Can I be um, a little bit forward in saying we might have to invite you back on to talk about some other topics? Oh, I'd love to. As a bit of our consumer advocate, if mm, you will. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Sure. Go to. Anytime, guys. Sweet. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks. So there we have it. Pet insurance. It's basically, I think it's a self-insure. If you want to factor into your budget, do it and get on with your life. But yeah, the thing that I would stress is just go and chat to your vet first. Ask them what experiences they've had Mm. with different insurance companies. Because at the end of the day, like our episode about insurance any insurance, you're buying a claim and you want to make sure that when the time comes, and I say when, yeah, you for, want uh, to make sure <clears throat> that they can write the check. Usually when they, uh, when you visit the good old vet, it's mm. not a cheap exercise, is it? Not particularly with all my, <laughs> my little horses. Anyway, so <laughs> Shannon asked uh, when she was joining the, the Facebook group, how do you budget when you have all of your money in an offset account? 
Yeah. Can I go first? Yeah, do it. Yeah. So I'm, look, I'm tired. Shannon, um, there's a couple of variables here. I'm presuming you've just got one offset account, but there's a, a number of lenders that offer multiple offset accounts. So that being the case, all of them are offsetting your bad debt on your own home. So you can use one of those offset accounts as a splurge account or whatever you want to call it. That would be my preferred option number one. If if it's a lender that only offers one offset account, then if if you're really struggling with the concept of paying yourself first and, and saving money uh, weekly, monthly, you probably, my thoughts would be to use an online account where it's um, shuffled into that account, never see it, look at it in 12 months and, oh presto, here's an extra 10 grand or whatever the savings amount would be. Glenn? Yeah, John, as I said, there's there's 50 ways to skin a cat. Well, there's probably actually only one. <laughs> Just get a hair Do people it. use to skin cats? <laughs> I think... Pre B C. Yeah, why am I skinning a cat? <laughs> anyway, let's salvage this little uh, podcast today. Now, before we I just want to address, you know, we we will actually do an episode about different mortgage structures and types and whatnot, but um an offset account is a normal transaction account that is linked to your mortgage facility. So if you draw it on the paper uh, on paper in front of you or in your head, I'm drawing it, two squares. One of them to the left has put $500,000 or 500K in that square. The square on the right put $100,000 or 100K. We'll assume the square with the 100K is the offset account and any money sitting in that offset account, one won't earn any interest in that account but over the other side of the fence, instead of you paying interest on the $500,000, you'll only pay interest on the $400,000 because that offset account is offsetting the interest that you would pay. So that's how an offset account works. And I'll put a, a link in the show notes. Uh, there's a blog, if you, um, or even if you Google, how does a mortgage offset account work? Glenn James, it will be probably one of the, the first links up there or sortyourmoneyout.com. Um, but it's important to know how these offset accounts works. Yeah, and just as a side note there, there's people may have redraw facilities that are not actually offsetting the debt on that loan either. Mm. So, yep. yeah, check to see check that that's actually Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess the best way I can um, answer this question is to give Shannon insights to how I manage my own personal money. Um, so, again, I think a spending plan is king, uh, for anyone's personal finance, um, I've got a, a a mortgage on my primary residence, and the bank that I'm with allows me to have uh, multiple offset accounts. So one of those offset accounts is my cash hub. So all the money I receive goes into that cash hub, and then the two other offset accounts. One of them is um, for tax because I'm self-employed, so I save some money into there. The other one is for gifts, clothes, holiday, Christmas. So I put money in there. Um, And then I don't save money. Uh, Actually, I do have another account as an offset account, Um, but that's just got some short-term savings because anything above your emergency fund, and my emergency fund isn't sitting on offset. It's with another bank out of sight, out of mind, Um, just so I don't spend it. Uh, (laughs) 
but realistically, <laughs> like, I don't need any long-term savings accounts because any money that's, you know, in my life that's not accounted for, it just gets invested into to assets. In- investment. So, but, <clears throat> let's so, presume that Shannon has only access to one offset yeah. account. Okay, so if we swing back around and say Shannon's got one offset account only, I still think, and depending, we just want life to be easy to manage. I would still hypothesize to have the one offset account with the account that would have most of your money sitting in there. And that's probably your cash hub. I still would do short-term savings for Christmas, clothes, holidays, or gifts in a separate transactional account uh, or an online savings account, not linked to offset. I would still have my blow money that I use for day-to-day expenses out there with a different banking institution. I don't think it actually changes anything. I just don't think to win the behavioural game, you might just need some additional accounts to quarantine your money. Yeah, and that, that's basically the, the, the bottom line is if it can't be managed in the one offset and it's too blurry and yeah. we're forced to send it, uh, spend it because we can see it, then we need to yeah. bugger it off to something else. And, and Shannon, she might be you know, an engineer who loves spreadsheets who can live and track mm. all that and use the one account. I say, good luck, sailor. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's just... You don't see it working that often. No, and even the spending plan course that I do, it actually, you know, I explain how we use the cash mm. hub to form part of that and yep. the cash hub is on offset. Yeah, and that spending plan, like, you can jump online. Um, it's so cheap. Mm. It's, you know, there's a promo code for a 20% discount, sortyourmoneyout.com, and it will change your life if you let it. Um, Evan. Evan says, saving money. So, Evan's biggest issue is saving money, but also how to budget to set up to set a financial goal without cutting luxuries. You're Evan, talking to the right boy. <laughs> Evan, Evan. Now, I sit across the, the table from Glenn, who... I'll stay out no, of this one. There's no man who loves his luxuries more than Glenn. So, Evan, uh, hopefully you're listening. Uh we need to clarify your luxuries, but um, we can't always have our cake and eat it. So in that sense, we need to still enjoy our life now because we don't know what's around the corner. We, we've got to manage our money so that we're saving our money for our future self, but also enjoying our life at the moment. Now, if that means cutting some luxuries, I'm sorry to say, but we're going to have to do it. If the future Evan is just as important as the current Evan. Mm, mm. And I would add to that, um, if we live in a perfect world, like I had a client once and legitimately she had a handbag budget. Mm. Like she would spend hundreds of dollars a month on handbags. Yeah. Hey, they had the money, whatever. Okay. Um, If you're talking about uh the luxury is the you know i want a morning coffee yeah i mean you just factor that into your weekly blow money and so for me cutting luxuries what's a luxury what would you say is a luxury for you john something to do with like your iron man type of cycling yeah, gear a, or something like that bike or a, yeah yeah something that's probably got four figures attached to it yeah in my world but look in someone else's world as you said it might be an extra coffee a week or so it's it's all relevant, but mm. is either cut our luxuries or earn more money. There's yeah. no other two ways. And what I would say for like the subscription stuff, like I personally want 
Stan. I want Netflix. I want Fox. Like, I want it all. Mm. But, like, I don't have Stan because I don't watch Netflix as it is. Yeah. So, it's like, you've just got to... I'm just choosing one. Yeah. And it comes to the point where it's like, I can afford to have them all. But just because I can doesn't mean I should mm. because it, it, it's this trade-off. Um, yeah. So, Evan... I think the spending plan, and we always harp on about this, but so many problems are solved if you actually do a spending plan. And yep. my templated spreadsheet would show you how much to put into which bank account each week, and it allows you to put your income in, and I think your problems would be solved. Um, yep. But yeah, I I don't... I My life... I'll give you an example. At the time of this chat, um, tomorrow I've got to zip back up to the United States, Okay. Uh, it was an emergency. Anyway, I want to fly business class all the time, John. Don't I? Yes, you do. I'm not going business class tomorrow because I'm not paying thirteen freaking thousand dollars to for a business class mm. ticket. Well I've set a limit in my life. I'm not paying more than five and a half grand because I can get to LA yep. in return for five and a half grand. Mm. Now, no one is above this unless you're freaking. Even Kanye West isn't above it. He ran out of money. You know mm. what I mean? Like, mm. so as much as I do want to travel business class, yes, I could probably scrape it together and afford it. It gets to the point where it's like a ridiculous, right? Yeah. So yeah. you've just we've all got to, and it sounds ridiculous that I'm sacrificing, you know, business class. But in my life, I like traveling business class because generally, if I don't have to book three days before, I can get a sale and I can afford mm. it, right? In my world. Yeah, and and for the future, Glenn, if you save ten grand because you didn't choose to go business class, the compounding effect on what you can do with that ten grand is oh, absolutely astronomical, isn't it? Yeah. So, but yeah, so we've all mm. got to have um, some boundaries in our life. Thomas. Thomas says uh, he would like a way to undo bad habits. I feel like I've picked up a lot of bad habits from my parents, and despite implementing things from this podcast. And trying to stay on top of money and repayments, I find myself in the same traps as them. Yeah. It's a common one. I, I often ask my clients, how how did you grow up? Were, you, were your parents high risk, low risk, business owners, not business owners, etc.? And And usually, as a rule, they're following suit. So, if they're parents were conservative they are too or if they had bad habits so have they or they're running from something that they don't want to be which sounds like in thomas's case is is occurring right now so my thoughts to thomas are uh you've just got to stick at it and if you're wanting to change something bad enough you will um, that might mean creating a few parameters or rules in relation to your your, your spending and your habits and just continually stick to them daily, weekly, mm. monthly. They say it takes a good three weeks to change a habit. In the sense of money, it probably takes a lot longer than that because a lot more variables. But yeah, I'll, I'll probably Thomas or Tommy, whatever you do, you mind Tommy. <laughs> so um, I would actually just challenge you, you know, to get out a bit of paper and a pen, or your I don't know Google Keep or your Evernote, whatever you use on um, your iPhone or Android device. Um, maybe just write down and identify three or four bad habits that you think you've got and maybe put them in order and only work on one at a time. So, for the next month, it might be I've got to get through Christmas without getting any consumer debt. 
And if you can do that, that's amazing because it might be the first time for somebody that they can get through Christmas without consumer debt. So give yourself a bit of a break, one thing at a time, and do it well. I shared in that blog that I wrote, John, about the habits of uh, successful people that when I wanted to um, give up soft drink, I went from like Coke, I just did Coke Zero all yeah. the time or whatever. <laughs> like I had to wean myself. Yeah. And then I stopped that and now I do. I did sparkling mineral water, mm. okay, with a bit of lemon. Mm. And it's to the point now where I'm, the dentists are saying it's bad for you still. So I'm trying to wean myself off that. And I rarely, I'll only maybe have it once or twice a week if I go out. Yeah. But at home now, I've just got a water filter. So yeah. I didn't just go Cold Coke turkey. to water within two days. It's been a process. Yeah. And I would really just identify. And even if you wanted to flick us an Instagram thing and just say, hey, it's Thomas, flick me an Instagram at my millennial money and um, tell me the three habits that you think are um, bad and we might be able to workshop them on the show. Uh, yeah, interested to know what your parents' bad habits were as well because mm-hmm. it's it's all relative as to what we think is bad and what's horrific. Totally. And Ivy wants to know uh, paying off a hex or help loan versus investing with your savings. Yeah, it's a quick response for me on this one. Uh, in, invest with your savings and let your hex do its thing and you'll gradually pay it off over time due to its low interest rate. Yeah, I my default is the same, John. Um, but I've got a client, um, and I've talked about it before on the show, shout out to Lauren, what up? Um, and, you know, she uh, finished uni, great income, great job. Um, I think it was less than 17 grand in hex. Um, she took the view, I want to clear it and get it out of my life. Mm. And I mean, everyone's situation's different. Yep. She was living at home at the time. You know, we had a plan in place that she could knock it over and meet all her other goals because she basically went from living on nothing at uni to full-time government job, mm. which is basically a millionaire overnight in comparison. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Ivy, go with your gut. If you've got other goals that are more competing, I would do them first and not worry because the the hex, it only indexes via inflation each year. Yeah. So. Thank you, Ivy. Happy days. All right, Johnny. Thanks for that. Out and, of here. Um, yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Remember, we hang out on Insta at My Millennial Money. If you're a regular listener, you're welcome to join our Facebook group. If you want more money hacks, be sure to subscribe to My Millennial Money Express. It's short money hacks anywhere, anytime, right into your ears. Any advice on this podcast is of a general nature only and has not been tailored to your personal circumstances. Please seek personal advice prior to acting on this information. Before making a decision to acquire a financial product, you should obtain and read the product disclosure statement relating to that product. Opinions constitute our judgment at the time of issue and are subject to change. Neither the licensee, any of the National Australia Group of Companies, nor their employees or directors give any warranty of accuracy, nor accept any responsibility for errors or omissions in this podcast. Glenn James, Urban Gator, the Project Limited, trading to sort your money out, are authorised representatives of Apogee Financial Planning Limited, AFSL 230689. See, I when I got that dog for the day, it was a band-aid. <laughs> you got a dog for a day. Didn't you know about LeBron? No. Oh, it's another story. LeBron.
Well, he, he was a little black dog, oh. and he's got the last name James. So I'm like, oh, LeBron James. LeBron yeah. James, obviously. That's what happened right. to him? Where'd he go? Back to his owner? Uh, no, I gave him to a young family. He didn't last the 24 hours. <laughs> no, he did. I was, it was a very stressful time in my life. And I can imagine your stressful life. So he got a dog. <laughs> I tried. What the ever was a bit raw, was it? Or... <laughs> anyway, I don't know if I'll be editing this out. I don't know. Mm. I want everyone to know that I'm a failure. Mm. Um, <laughs> Not even a day. You didn't even keep it for a day. Overnight and a day. Don't tap the mic. Sorry. Thanks. <laughs> it's good to be vulnerable. Yeah. So, I actually found a family. Um, it was... So, for me, and this is to do dogs and pets, you've got to, like... <laughs> This is why I've got a spending problems. When I spack out and have a mistake, they're an expensive mistake. And so I purchased this I just dog. I don't know what part of him buying a dog he, he was, was like $1,500. It was a Cavoodle. Yeah. Beautiful right. dog. Yeah. And no, I do nice want one dog. one day, but I need to be in the right frame of mind and all that. And, um, <laughs> and, and you got so many other commitments. Totally. So. And um, shut up. Anyway, and then I couldn't, I didn't want to sell him. So, I found a young family who were in need who wanted one. Yeah, And they nice. drove up and I gave it to them. Oh, that, that is nice. Yeah, yeah that's giving. So, um, yeah, that no, is. They are a man's it was, best friend, aren't It was they? basically all in all about a $2,000 a $2, exercise. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, I, I think my cars <laughs> cost less than a Yeah, the proper bloodline. So, I mean, you pay for what you get, don't mm. you? Like mm. it's, it is worth doing and that, And he I was just the most beautiful dog. But he, it was funny because I was freaking out because he was crying all night. And someone's like, yeah, it's a pup. He's going to do that for like six Thanks. weeks. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I didn't know that. Wait, wait till you have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Cry for 18 years. I didn't know that. It was, I thought night. they just go to sleep. But they were amazing. Yeah, you just take it away from its mother. Bring it to like some <laughs> yeah, kind of strange random. environment. Yeah, and but, feed and it Avo. Feed it avocado on toast and, the and cool wonder why thing, it cries or not. The cool thing was the mothers toilet trained them. Yeah, right. So, he was mm. toilet yeah. trained. Um, so That's good. I, and you it, still wouldn't keep him. It was a very stressful time in my life. For sure. And, um, you know, maybe a psychologist said you should consider a dog. <laughs> yep, considered oh, it, didn't work. <laughs> Next. He's, he's got shares in a veterinary practice. <laughs> You're a psychologist. But anyway. Next oh time, God. borrow a dog. I know lots of people that would kill to have someone walk their dog. You know, when they're at work. The Just question is, the real question is, Kate, because you've never yes. really met us, is that story too vulnerable to share? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very nice because you did the right thing. You realised very quickly that the dog was not for you and you mm. you made sure the dog was going to go. Okay, do you know the funniest thing? I put him on Gumtree, free to a good oh. home, Cavoodle. Oh, wow. He's lovely. Um, pick up Blue Bay. And... Um, these people literally live at Lake Haven, 20 minutes down the road. Oh, hey. Um, this is oh what I'm reading. Yeah. Hey, I want to get a dog for my daughter. Can I meet you halfway and we'll pick it up? Oh, my God. Oh. $2,000. <laughs> I drive further I'm, than that to do the podcast. I'm, yeah. I'm like, uh, woman, it's over $1,500. Yeah. No. No. And then this other one, he, he texts me like, hey, we're from, um, we've been looking at dog, but they're so expensive down here. Uh, it's the exact breed that we want. Um, can I drive up right now with my daughter who's 10 years old yeah. and they've got a six-year-old son? And I'm like, you can come and get LeBron. and you definitely can. Yeah. LeBron. And it was just a beautiful... <laughs> it was actually a really a beautiful experience. Um, I've, I've got a feeling he's missing 
LeBron. LeBron. Yeah. Do you keep in touch with them? Mm. No, that would have been weird, right? No. I mean, she's the week later and I was yeah. like, oh, how's he going? And it's like, how's, love it. Yeah. yeah, we've changed his name. And yeah, they did. Changed his head. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I think I want like a, I want an older rescue dog that just chills with mm. me. Mm-hmm. Get a rescue I, greyhound. They they just sleep all day. They're the laziest dogs in the everyone world. Everyone says that Maybe to me. can race yeah. it. Because what I wanted to do, I wanted to, a dog that could come down to the office with me and just yeah. chill. Mm. Yeah, it'll just lie around. I, I know a lady in my neighbourhood has two rescue greys, and she said they don't even get out of the bed in the morning looking for breakfast. They're so lazy. <laughs> yeah, it's a, they've got something in common already. Yeah. Catherine, head of marketing at Solvair, walks dogs in her spare time. Really? Yeah. Shout out to Catherine. She always listens. Shout out. What up? <laughs> so, is... Is it? Oh. Oh, you make my, you make you my marketing TV? So, <laughs> so, Kate, do they have TV commercials? Oh, we have done, yeah. Yeah, oh, that was have. the right tune, wasn't it, Kate? Oh, it was. Uh, that jingle, uh, yeah, that jingle's a, a real little earworm. It Love is. It all. is. Oh, I can't believe you haven't seen it. it. I don't watch TV. Oh. I watch oh, the it's ABC on radio news. as well. Yeah, it's yeah. on the radio. I don't listen to radio. radio. You were ribbing me a few episodes back about not watching mainstream TV. Now you've come clean. Even you know I've the heard tune. the yeah. jingle. I haven't. Oh, I okay. I if there's one thing I don't like, that's mainstream TV. There's one thing I absolutely hate with the passion of ten thousand hells. The ads on mainstream TV. No, <laughs> well that is mainstream radio, oh. triple M commercial radio. Ah. Yeah, he gets in my car and I've got triple M. Oh. Yeah, I had like, Kyle and Jackie O on the other <laughs> afternoon. He <laughs> it. No, and I'm like, oh, violin Tacchio. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you find out. Like as a journalist, um, you know, journalist at heart. That's how you find out about stuff. So I'm, I'm. In fact, my husband always complains because I put on trashy radio in the car. But I'm like, that's you know, it's ads. That's where you find out what's going on. That's yeah. Like how you find out what marketers yeah. are doing and yeah. um, hear annoying jingles even. Well, there you go. Sticks in your head though. <laughs> good I guess what I was getting at, I just wanted to confirm that Erin wasn't embarrassing. Us and herself by using the wrong jingles for the wrong. No, come no. I kind of stopped halfway through because he's flashing me this look, and I'm like, oh, I've got it wrong. Our um, our chief marketing officer would be very happy to hear yeah. that you could recall it. Mm. Excellent. Um, right. I, oh, that's interesting because, and I don't know if I'll edit this out or not, but I won't find it to sponsor our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So let's have a chat with your chief uh, editing editor. Yeah. yeah, there you go. And if I don't Think edit this out, everybody, yeah. um, we need to start making money from this thing, <laughs> or it's gonna, it's gonna stop, because our patience. Anyway, that's all good. Um, Put your violin away. Yeah. 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 Hey, it's a good violin. Can't afford it. So, the what was that, John? Can't afford the violin. Exactly. Exactly. True. So, Kate. Yes. Photo from the weekend, uh, walking the kids and our dog down to the beach, and I was, I was certain this dog was a horse. It was that really? big. Oh, I've seen that one. <laughs> yeah. It's a Irish um, grey. Um, Irish wolfhound. Yes, wolfhound. thank you. Yes. I was going to say yeah, Irish greyhound. I'll post a photo on uh, on our website. Yeah. They're very expensive to insure. Very yeah. placid it was. Our dog was jumping all over and oh, I was doing cute. nothing. Yeah, they're very sweet. Yeah. Big dogs no, don't live for very it. long, though. That's the Weemarama. <laughs> oh, that's Weemarama. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Kate, tell me yes. about your $10,000 cat. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, our family had a cat called Boris who was 
I love cats, but I've got to say, even I didn't like Boris very much. He was a bit nasty, held grudges, um, and regularly um, staked all of us out like a ninja and would leap out and attack us. Um, and he also liked fighting other cats, and he got a uh, some kind of abscess, which went pear-shaped, cue massive infection, cue my absolute pushover parents going, we must do anything to save him. Um he ended up at the University of Sydney um, having special experimental treatment $10,000 later. Wow. Um, Nothing at university We were blessed with Boris's uh, <laughs> presence for another five years. Could you, uh, can you put that $10,000 on hex? <laughs> I know. I did think that. And bless Boris. Uh, he, did, You know, he, he, he stuck to his personal brand, shall mm. we say, and mm. continued to be uh, revolting and ungrateful and, and biting and scratching us to the end. And weirdly... Being a weird cat family, we were like, oh, we kind of respect him for that. Um, mm. Wow. <laughs> but, yeah, he was he was expensive. But my current cat, um, she's very old. She's almost 19. So if she mm. was a human, she'd be about 100 years old. Um, she's pretty excellent. Almost as old as John. She's very, she's very sweet. <laughs> so um, I don't feel as bad. But I, I reckon I haven't got out of a visit to the vet with her for less than $600, and that's been a couple uh, of times this adds year. Adds up, doesn't it? Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, pet insurance. Yeah. It's a question I get asked a lot mm. in my practice yep. as a financial yep. advisor. Whether to have it or not. Mm. Do you want to know my answer? I'm going to say no. <laughs> not, yep. being, not being a um, avid pet, pet fan, I would say no. <laughs> I, I love all the pets. <laughs> what are you people doing? <laughs> Yeah, well, I never see you in here patting a kitten. That's <laughs> Actually, if I, okay, it's, it, real talk, everybody. I would like a cat, a British short hair. Oh, they're so cute. Yeah, and I want to call it Marguerite. Oh, there because you go. she's going to be so bitchy and sassy. Mm. Marguerite. All cats are bitchy and sassy, though. <laughs> they are. That's yeah, but yeah, Marguerite's going to be a oh, little yeah. bit more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she'll, get, bit more she'll extra. get lessons off you, Eric. <laughs> do you think? Do you think pets have a personality of their owner, or looks? Um, sometimes they do. You know, when you see dogs and they look like their own. Yeah, they do. Don't well, they? my yeah. pet would be chill because I'm the chillest person in the world. <laughs> yeah, be real sassy. It'd <laughs> go on lots of holidays. <laughs> Wouldn't wake up my, real early. No. My friend has a British Beat short hair, and he, he, he yeah. physically cannot pole. look happy. He is the grumpiest looking cat. He really? always looks like he's judging you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I guess. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.